This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase reporting from Commodity Classic in Houston. Two Biden administration officials were on hand today to offer the latest on the work of USDA and EPA, but it was some unreleased Treasury Department news that was top of mind. A self-imposed March 1st deadline to release the finer details of how the Biden administration will assess the carbon impact of certain biofuel feedstocks that will determine whether or not they might be eligible for sustainable aviation fuels was missed. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said the officials working toward a decision need a little more time. This is going to take, I think, a matter of weeks uh, to, to, to sort of get through this process. And once you have that clear, concise understanding of what is in and out, then you also have to have a process by which you can verify that what you say you're doing, you're actually doing. Well, that's a whole different conversation. So it's just, it's complicated. Uh, and we're working through it. He says the administration wants to make sure the future guidance is well understood. Uh, the reality is uh, that we're going to see uh, sort of fits and starts in the beginning of this in terms of 2023 and 2024. Right now, we only have one commercial uh, operation uh, producing sustainable aviation fuel, and that's at 10 million gallons. And we have to get to 3 billion by 2030. So so it's going to be fits and starts. So the clear, clear key, the key here is to provide a very clear and understandable process by which folks can determine what's in and what's out. Vilsack says eligibility is a trickier question than it first appears. That may seem like, from where you all sit, a relatively simple thing to do and it ought to be done. It's not. It's not because this is an evolving industry. The notion of sustainability, the, I, I mentioned 205 practices that are currently engaged, uh, that we're currently engaged in with Climate Smart Agriculture in our, uh, our initiative. And I've said all along that that initiative is going to tell us what, what's, what works and what doesn't work. So there's still data being collected. EPA Administrator Michael Regan also appeared alongside Vilsack at Commodity Classic, and he announced a new structure at EPA that will elevate agriculture issues at the agency. Regan is creating a new Agricultural and Rural Affairs office at EPA. While he and Vilsack may have a good working relationship, Regan says he wants to make sure ag issues are at the forefront long after the two are no longer in their positions. And so there's a mechanism that we've created to institutionalize the progress that we've made uh, at the political and career level. Uh, This will help EPA uh, better work internally across all of our media offices. Uh, But more importantly, it creates one-stop shopping for Tom and USDA or you and those you represent to have that central focal point to ensure we are hearing what USDA is saying, how we resolve the differences between our agencies, what you all are communicating to us, how we communicate back to you, and then how do we push that information internally at EPA in a very consistent way. Regan has appointed Rod Snyder to head up the office. Snyder has been with EPA since 2021 as Regan's senior agricultural advisor. There's more from Vilsack and Regan's time at Commodity Classic in our coverage on agripulse.com. 
Also online today, National Association of Wheat Growers leader Brett Shane says growers of all commodities from across the country should be paying close attention to a predicament facing Northwest wheat farmers. Everybody needs to be cognizant of what's going on on the Snake River Downs because this is the type of problem that could spill over into the Mississippi River. Once they start, they rarely stop. He says the loss of lock and dam infrastructure along the Snake River system is poised to cripple the movement of wheat in the country. Shane and the leaders of the other four organizations hosting this week's Commodity Classic appeared on today's episode of AgriPulse Newsmakers, available now on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bill. Labor. Trade. And Taxes. Get deep insights from Farm Bureau economists on these priorities and more. Go to fb.org slash marketintel. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from Commodity Classic in Houston, Spencer Chase, Agripulse.